Godly Leadership in the Home on this edition of Truth in Love. I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth in Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions to the problems people face. Most of us live in homes, and all of us have families, and the Bible speaks very relevantly about the issue of family structure. One of the most important things that the Bible teaches in this regard is that God has called men to leadership in the homes in their relationship as husbands and fathers. Our special guest on the podcast today is Dr. Stuart Scott, who is the professor of biblical counseling in the graduate program at Master's College. He's also an ACBC certified counselor and the author of The Exemplary Husband. Dr. Scott, when we talk about men being called to leadership in the home, what do we mean? Well, that's a great question, Heath, and it's hard to tell what each person means when they think of leadership in the home. They may mean, going back to Genesis 1, where God first made Adam and made Eve to help Adam, And that theme runs all the way through the scriptures. It surfaces again in 1 Corinthians 11, where Eve was made to help Adam as Adam followed Christ. Ephesians 5 is another passage that talks about the husband being the head of his wife. That's probably what they mean. But before you can really understand leadership and headship in Ephesians 5, Ephesians 1 through 4 and a half would would really need to precede it. Is this man rightly related to God through Jesus Christ? Is he living for God's glory? Ephesians 4 talks about having the right attitude. And then loving his wife as Christ loved the church. There's a lot involved in this headship and leadership, but they probably mean that God holds the man responsible for the decisions and direction of his marriage and family. So this would be a very high and a very noble calling that men are called to in the context of their homes, and many men might sense that they don't know how to do it. Maybe they've never seen it modeled, or they think they cannot lead their wife because they sense that she's smarter than they are, or maybe more godly than they are. What do you say to a person who struggles to know how to lead? Well, I think a lot of men would say their wife is probably godlier than them or smarter than them. And most of us as men have married up the latter more than we deserve. And so to that, I understand what they're saying. If they've had no role models, that's another issue as well. But for those kind of guys, God has given them the office of leadership. And now they're really required by God to to search out the scriptures, to learn, to grow in their own spirituality, and to love their wife. There are a lot of words that come with leadership that may help them to be a more godlier man and lead their wife well. I mean, words like sacrificial loving, how, how are they doing in that area with their wife? Are they serving them well? Uh, leadership is servant leadership. Are they initiating the right things to do and not waiting for their wife to initiate things? Are they applying God's word to their life and becoming more wise? Are they being decisive or letting their wife make all the decisions? Are they working at growing in humility? And probably another word for leadership is being courageous and stepping up. 
and uh, fearing God rather than fearing man. That's good. Now, some men, as they try to do those things, are going to be in marriages with wives who are strongly resistant to their leadership. You mentioned that they need to be decisive and not let their wives make all the decisions, but there's going to be some men who are in marriages where that's very difficult. What would you say to men who are in such marriages and they want to begin to address that problem? You know, if a guy's wife is resistant to his leadership, and and we know this, that we would have to do some troubleshooting and find out why. And we think of Proverbs 18, 13 about don't answer a matter before you've heard it. Uh, I would want to find out why his wife is resistant to him and even ask the wife, if possible, as to why she is resistant to her husband's leadership. It might be what he's doing that's causing a lot of difficulty, very domineering. Maybe he doesn't listen to her. He doesn't involve her in the decisions. Maybe he's extremely passive. And it just frustrates her to no end that she has to initiate and make decisions. So I'd want to troubleshoot on that end to find out why she might be resistant. If he's really trying to be a good, faithful leader, as the scripture calls him to be, and she's still resistant, that might be just issues in her life that she's resistant to God's authority. It might be that she's got other issues going on that she's struggling with, And what's happening is she's taking it out on him. And I would encourage them both to really seek some good biblical counseling to work through those issues so he can lead her well in that. I think it might be helpful to some of the listeners to hear maybe a personal example of how this has worked out in your life and examples that you've seen. So could you share with us some personal examples? Sure. I've been very blessed with godly parents who both, my, my dad and mom, were excellent role models, of which they came from homes without role models. Very, very difficult upbringing with my parents. So they, they came to Christ soon after I was born, my parents did, and then they grew, they studied the scriptures, they grew in their faith. And so my dad was an excellent role model of leadership, of serving, But that doesn't mean necessarily that as I was growing up, I was going to emulate the same role model. I had an extreme fear of man. I mean, it was a fear of man on steroids. It was so bad that I was afraid what people would think. So when I got married, Zandra was very outgoing, very social, and I was not. I would hesitate. I'd let her initiate uh, meeting people. I mean, it it was bad. And so what, what's a real help here is we began to talk about it, that God needed to grow me in this area to be fearing God more than man, that I need to be reaching out and showing initiative in relationships and meeting people. And so she agreed that she would hang back. She would let me take the initiative. She just naturally does it. So she had to really think through about holding back and letting me step up, meet people, be more decisive. And that has really been helpful. I mean, God's grace was evident. I began to grow in that area and continue to grow in that area. You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors. 
If you'd like more information on godly leadership in the home, you can check out Dr. Scott's book, The Exemplary Husband, and visit us at our website at biblicalcounseling.com.